Hey everybody, Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is Monday, January 11th, and uh, the market has been selling off a little bit this morning. So um, I uh, just wanted to indicate to everybody, I do have I, I do uh, have a stop loss in on my Tesla holdings, and that's at at nine at excuse me at seven ninety five. Uh, hasn't been triggered yet, but uh, it definitely has pulled back. Uh, from from where it was uh, on Friday at 880. So a little bit of a change here. Uh, Neo is surging surging up, and uh, we do have uh, another uh, another uh, breakout today at 10x genomics. So I'm going to get kind of into uh, into the slides right now. Um, so here we go. Uh, you know, basically the market direction is it's kind of down. The uh, the Dow has been selling off. And uh, also, it looks as if Twitter has sold off significantly. Also, Apple is down. So who knows? This may be, you know, this may be uh, something to do with the uh, the banning of the president on on those platforms. Who knows? But uh, anyways, they are selling off. Uh, but uh, it does look like Neo is surging. Baidu is off a little bit, uh, and uh, you know, Bitcoin just kind of went poof. I mean, uh, but fortunately, everybody. That had uh, some some uh, stop losses in there. I was sold out. Um, I had all my stop losses up pretty tight. Uh, so as as it fell, I was sold out at about thirty seven on um, on GBTC. Um, hopefully, we back around again because I do think there's a lot of interest in Bitcoin. And uh, you know, it just but it did. It's down about twenty percent uh, over the weekend. So very significant in terms of the movement there. Just wanted to show you the NASDAQ composite here. Um, it looks as if, uh, you know, we're still above that 13,000, which is good. Uh, but uh, the NASDAQ overall is down 7.2% from Friday. So definitely a movement out of some of the big cap techs like Apple, like, in, um, you know, like uh, um, uh, Facebook and those. So there's there's been a movement out of those. That's something you might want to be concerned about a little bit, but uh, you know we're still above that thirteen thousand, so we're still in a confirmed uptrend in the market. Also wanted to show you the S and P; uh, it's it's off a little bit as well today um, at thirty eight ten oh seven when this was taken. Not as much as the uh, Nasdaq, but it's definitely off as well. Uh, you know, but uh, and the volume is pretty heavy, uh, so you know that's been that's been something that. Uh, you know, to look at is that volume. So uh, it's really the Dow that's really been the one that's been most off today. Um, I want to show you a breakout stock that I've just bought this morning. Uh, this is an interesting stock. It's called 10X Genomics. The symbol on this one, uh, <clears throat> base, uh, the, the symbol on this one is TXG. I want to show you that. It broke out from this, from from this, uh, from the uh, basically the about the pivot here at 158.48, uh, and then it's 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 moved up very rapidly. So it's a breakout today. I did buy, um, I didn't buy this in the small portfolio, but in one of my other portfolios, I did buy this stock on the breakout today, and uh, we do have some good volume on it. So that's one you might want to take a look at. The symbol there. Is uh, TXG on 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 that one? TXG for 10x genomics, and it's uh, it's uh, it's breaking out as we speak. Actually, I think it's broken out and it's settled back down a little bit. 
just want to show you this terrific. The other big breakout today, of course, is Neo. And I wanted to give you a, give a look on this one. Unfortunately, I wasn't in Neo, but it has moved decisively above the 5720 buy point on a cup without handle base. Uh, and it, it's, it basically is breaking out because they, they are introducing a new model that should be very successful in Europe. So that's one to watch as well. Neo, I may be uh, doing a little bit more on that a little bit later in the show. Just wanted to kind of show you kind of what my current holdings are. Uh, definitely pared down because of some of the um, some some of the stops that, that came in. But I have to say, my Blink BLN, BLNK Blink charging is up five dollars fifty seven cents or twelve uh, twelve sixty. I don't know what's going on. I think this may be you know being acquired. I I may be buying more of this, but this has just been terrific. Also, progeny is up today, not 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 nearly as much, only a, a one point four five percent. The big uh, the big uh, the big story here, of course, is Tesla. When this was taken, it was eight thirteen. I think currently it's about eight sixteen. So I do have a stop in here at seven ninety five. So hopefully that won't be triggered. I do think it'll bounce probably at about the eight hundred line. That seems to be the case with uh, Tesla stock. It seems to run in the one hundred. So we'll see how it see how it works. Of course, I did buy this one today, 10X Genomics. TXG is the symbol. It's up about 4% or $6.45. Also, I went back into Palantir. There was a nice reversal on Palantir that you might want to take a look at. Symbol PLTR. I do think this one can double within uh, six months, but who knows? Uh, you never know until it's happened. So that's kind of the wrap-up of, wrap of that. Uh, on kind of where I'm at currently on my stocks that I'm owning. So let's, without further ado, let's get into some of the uh, stock charts here. So I first question is from, uh, is from Gunter. Thank you for waiting so long. Let's look at Deer and Company. Um, let me see if I can get a uh, good some 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 uh, information for you on that. It's D E E R E, um, and I'm just going to look for the symbol for offhand because I don't know what the symbol is. D E is the symbol for Deer and Company. So let me go ahead and pull up that chart right now, and let's take a look at it. Uh, there's been some uh, increased um, interest. In some of the some of the more cyclical agriculturally related stocks, and uh, it's off a little bit today. So let's kind of take a look at that chart uh, for deer. I want to first of all start with a weekly. That's always the best place to start, and it definitely has a very nice uh, increase. You know, it's 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 moving up very nicely, but it is off a little bit today. It seems like it's moving up the forty day line quite well, but we do have essentially. Um, flat or, or, or declining sales. This is a little bit of an issue here. Funds are 39% in that. I like that. Anywhere from 20 to 65% uh, fund ownership is typically good for a stock because it's the funds that move the stock, not us. Cash flow is very, very strong. They're selling a lot of equipment. Uh, and the relative strength is 90, is, is, is 80, 80, 85. So that's quite good. Let's look at the checklist. Seven out of nine, so that's quite good. Um, definitely meets the smell test. Six out of nine is my minimum. This one has um, has seven out of nine, so very, very good on that. Let's look at the ownership on the funds. It's definitely increasing with 2016 funds as of December of 2020. 
Um, we definitely have some very, very awesome funds in here. Franklin Contra Fund is one we want to look for. That's sort of like the good, good housekeeping seal of approval. So everything looks very good in this. Now the question is, where can we possibly look to find a place to buy it if we're interested? It's it's pulled back and it looks like it has has sort of it it, it had a buy point off of a flat base at two eighty five eighty seven. It's currently at two ninety four, so it's a little bit extended, but and it's above the buy zone. So it really is not, unfortunately, in a place where we could really, really buy it. I, I think we need to wait on this for a consolidation basically at this level. So probably right now it is a watch list. Now, if it does break above about 300, I think we might be able to buy it. But right now, unfortunately, we're going to have to watch list it. So I'm just going to take a look at the 60-minute chart and see if this gives us any information. Yeah, as you can see, there's some resistance right here at the $300 line. If, if it moves above this mark here, this $300 mark, then I think we can buy it within 5%. Uh, you know, with, within within five percent above the three hundred the, the 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 three hundred level. So that's really what we're going to have to do. Probably that's what I would recommend, anyways. On on this one right now is I would recommend watch listing deer. It's a good stock. It's got everything going for it. Good chart, but it's not viable. It's extended currently. The um, the buy point has been you know was um, two sixty five eighty seven. It's currently at uh, 293.92. So it's definitely extended. We're going to have to wait on this one, either for it to pull back to the buy point, uh, back into the buy zone, or better yet, move above 300. If it moves above 300 on good volume, then I think you might have a winner, Gunner. But right now, you're going to have to watch this, as I believe. I mean, you could buy it here, but I think it's a little bit dangerous because it is kind of extended. If you do buy this stock and it is not off of a base, Set your stop losses about two and a half to three percent below where you buy it, because that's going to give you some safety in case there's a pullback. But it looks pretty good. Uh, it looks pretty good overall. Uh, is drafting back to uh, back at the buy point? Let's take a look, Gunner. Again, um, that's uh, DKNG for DraftKings. DKN. Oops. Let me get. It. Make sure that's right. DKNG for DraftKings. And there we go. Okay, well, it's it's trying. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's kind of, it's trying to make it's trying to make it up to, you know, it's it's trying to make it up to that level where where it can, uh, you know, where 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 it can where it can, uh, you know, where it can be seen. So I don't know. Uh, we will see um, if it if it makes it to that point. Um, let's take a look. The the buy the buy point on DraftKings fifty five ninety eight under the cup with handle base. So it looks like it is making a move. So this is very interesting. You could, you could probably, this is a, this is a good, uh, this has got some good numbers, 95 relative strength. We have some nice volume coming in here. I very much like that. Uh, let's kind of see if we, let's look at the screens to make sure we're still okay. Yes. Yeah, six out of nine. That's good. Ownership is excellent at 380, 384 funds in it. And uh, we are currently, at about 35% fund ownership, which is a very, very good thing. So here's what I would do. You could make an early buy here. I wouldn't buy a full position at this point. I would probably go in with a half position. And then if it moves above 55.98, then I would buy another half position. Uh, this probably is actionable now, but it's a little bit early. 
you probably but this but it does look like it is reversed and it's moving higher off of the cup with handle the cup with handle by the way for everyone is an extremely good chart pattern and uh, it's very powerful the you know um, the best place to buy it is right as it crosses this um, this buy point here and I think I can show you that at 55 80, um, 98 now you can get it into a little bit early we're looking at these candles it looks like we're moving to the top of them so it does look like you know it is move you know there are people are moving in the stock but if you do buy below the buy point <clears throat> be very careful set your stop loss much tighter than you would normally about two and a half percent below so in case it pulls back on you you don't uh, you know you don't you don't lose a lot of capital um, but uh, yeah it definitely is viable it's actionable at this point really should you know but I wouldn't go in with a full position it's really for a half position is where it's going to be the best on 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 DraftKings. Let's uh, take a look at the people from um, from TikTok. Thanks for holding. Uh, what's your thoughts on Amazon? Let's take a look at Amazon uh, real quick. AMZN. Now the large cap pecs have been selling off. The fangs have sort of been selling off. So uh, it's the kind of thing where you know. Um, we, it, they've sort of lost their mojo a little bit since this summer. You know, we definitely have a little bit of a little bit of a downward uh, motion on the on the stock. Now the question is, will it reverse off this 40-day line? We don't know, but it looks as if we are pulling down. So it looks like we may be headed lower with Amazon. This is not a good place to buy it. It only has a relative strength of 57 currently. Uh, it's still a terrific stock, and it's held by, you know, 5864 funds, which is tremendous, and has a very strong relative strength at 77% or 7 out of 9 criteria. But um, it has seen it – it's, it's weakening, as are many of the stocks that are the FANG stocks. That's Facebook, Apple, Amazon. And Google, so they they tend to be they tend to be um, weakening a little bit. So right now, if if I was not in, uh, if if I was not in Amazon, I would not be getting. I would not be in any hurry to get in. I think you need to watch list this one, and uh, Amazon. I just don't think it's the right time to buy it. Um, hi Jim, your thoughts on buying a gold ETF for, versus a gold mining stock? Good question. Here's the thing about gold mining stocks. I typically like them better than the gold ETFs that hold the bullion because I do think that they're selling more. They're more like growth stocks. I mean, I think when people more people are interested in gold, then you you know then there's a more demand for gold. Of course, the gold the only people that can make more gold are the gold miners. So they typically do well. Now that said, they're a little bit more volatile. I want to take a look quickly at. Um, you know, and I and I was in um, I I was in FCX, which is uh, uh, Freeport Macaran, which is a copper miner. But of course, if you mine copper, you end up with gold too. So, it's also a very major company in terms of that. But let's look at at one of my favorite um, uh, 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 gold companies, and that's FNV Franklin Nevada, and see kind of how that chart looks. And unfortunately, that doesn't look too good. This is the problem, I think, with a lot of the gold miners. You know, they just don't have the right chart yet. Um, why, I don't know, but uh, but they definitely is, you know, it's flat or moving down. This is a, this is Franklin, Nevada. This is one of the top-rated gold companies. Now, we can also look at, uh, at, at, at U.S. gold that may, has a little bit higher 
rating than um, than Franklin, Nevada, right now. Yeah, and okay, so that's looking okay. So that's looking pretty good. This is a a gold mining company, uh, ADR. I think these are South African, uh, eighty-seven, and it does have an ascending base, so I'm liking that. Um, on the weekly chart, let's kind of look at it. Yeah, so interesting. Uh, this one, it's only a fifteen-dollar stock. Might be one that you might be might be kind of interested in, but the gold miners. I'm going to do. I I'm going to probably do a um, uh, a special show on gold miners uh, for uh, kind of kind of looking kind of looking at that sector. But right now, I I would prefer <coughs> I, I prefer the gold miners over the physical gold. But you know, I really don't prefer either of them. I actually prefer cash right now because it does look like we are. You know, moving into a period of higher inflation, so who knows what's going to be what's going to happen there. One day doesn't make a trend, but it definitely uh, contributes to it. Um, let's look at um, let's look at uh, buy point for Blink charging, and of course, as everybody knows, I'm in Blink. Uh, this is an interesting company. Um, this was actually off originally last summer, off of my under ten dollar list. Um, and it, it's done very well. Um, you know, they have 23,000 um, locations, and uh, they seem to be growing. So let's take a quick look at it, see if we can find an entry point. I haven't bought it in a while because there just hasn't really been a good entry point for this, this stock. This is, the, this is the weekly chart of, of blank. Here's the, here's the daily. So I'm just trying to find, well, let's go to the monthly, kind of get an idea of the trend. As you can see, it's just, you know, initially it was down, and then it's just been, it's been rocketing up. It's at 50 right now, and it's up. Wow, it's up 22% today. That's incredible. Uh, relative strength of 99 on that. Um, the question is, where is it viable? Well, you know what? I, I do think it's going to adjust back to about 40. I wouldn't buy it at this point. It's a little bit far extended. I'm going to be pushing up my stop loss on this one, and I also have sold two calls on this. I'm a little bit a little bit concerned about how, how fast this one's move, moved up, but I do think it's in a good area. So I would have to watch this, and I can't really give you, unfortunately, a good buy point for blink charging. Unfortunately, I can't do that. I can't. There's just nothing. There's just not enough there. I'm going to try to see if I can find something that will will be better on that. Let me see if I can get another question from TikTok. So I'm pulling up. Ah, what do you think about Gush? And of course, this is a ETF, uh, an oil ETF. But let's look at it. G U S H. You know, maybe 2021 is the year for the oil stocks because they've gotten beaten down so much. This is this is just a, an amazing look at this one. Let's take a look quickly at, at the chart on this. This is a weekly chart. As you can see, it just fell out of the sky. And this was back in um, March of uh, when we had that initial downturn, uh, that the kind of the flash crash um, in February of 2020. It just, you know, it, as you can see, it just, you know, it, it, it just, it just went, you know, zoomed right down, and then it, it, it's try, it bounced up a little bit, but nothing really. But maybe it, maybe it can move above this, this fifty. I'm just a little bit concerned on this one, just because I just don't think it's, uh, you know, I think the oil and gas right now. I just, I want to see some more, you know, without the economy reopened, I, I just, I can't recommend this one even though it did pull up today, and it looks like, you know, if it did move above 50, you might have something there. It's got a relative strength of 81. 
Um, but remember, this is an ETF, so some of the criteria that I look at normally doesn't apply. So I, I don't know. I'm going to have to take a wait-see attitude on this. Can't really give you any any good data on this. I would not buy this one, uh, to be honest with you, right now. I want to see a general overall direction in the market because this is a 2x bull uh, ETF. So if, if oil and gas is going up, of course, this is going to double that on the in, on an index basis. But uh, you got to be careful, I think, with this one. So I would watch list this one. Uh, I think there may be individual opportunities like um, with, uh, you know, um, individual opportunities in the oil patch that are probably better than this one, at least for right now. So that's kind of my take on it. Um, let's see. Your thoughts on buying? Uh, oh, that's ETFs in gold. Let's go to the next question. Thank you. Oh, Lincoln plug. I'll get back to plug in just a second. Uh, hey, Jim, why did you opt out of FCX? I know. It seems like I come in. Well, what happened is I was stopped out. Um, I set the I, I set the um, I set the the um, the stop fairly tight and I was stopped out. I'll be honest with you. You know, I got in uh, right about uh, right, you know, right about here on, on as, it, as, as it was moving higher. I set my stop loss. Basically, at about uh, 29, it pulled below that. It pulled right to the 10-day the, uh, line, and I was sold out. It's still a good stock. I mean, uh, and its earnings are in a few days. But here's the thing. I, I'm always, if I, if I get it wrong, and I definitely did with this one because I bought it as it was moving up, and then, of course, it reversed direction, and then, boom, it, uh, it went down. I bought it on Thursday, and I, you know, I thought I was buying correctly, but I did not. So I was stopped out on that one. So you can't win them all, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but I do think it's still a good, it's still a good stock. So that's my take on FCX. Um, let's see. Okay. Hey, uh, Jim, um, can we buy airline stocks? Delta? No, because here's the why. I don't think you want to be in any of the airline stocks because. The economy still hasn't reopened. Let's take a look at uh, Delta. Um, uh, D, it's the symbol is DAL, Delta Airlines. Let's take a look at their chart. It's still pulling back, so I just I don't think it's really viable at this point. Let's look at the weekly chart first. Yeah, and as you can see, I mean it was moving up, um, but it has stalled and it has pulled back a little bit. It's still only relative strength of 59. I just think that, you know, you just, it's just going to be difficult as the stock, you know, unless the stock moves above about 65 right here, as you can see, it take, retakes the high. I don't think you really want to buy it because uh, be, because it just is not going to be strong enough. So let's look at the checklist. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, only, it's only 44% on the checklist. The ownership is also moving out of the stock. So, you know, Here's the thing. I, I don't even think it's a good long-term buy. Wait until it's higher, and then buy it. Right now, I think you got to. I think you got to stay away from, from uh, uh, the airline stocks. And that Delta Airlines is one of the best. So you know, I just, I just don't think it's. A, it, unfortunately, I just don't think it's a really good time. Um, let's look at MARI and you already own Riot. Okay, so I'm going to look at Riot too. We're going to look at Riot. Thank you, Byron. Um, M A R A. Let's let's look let's look at that really quick. Yeah, patent group. You know, this is a this is one I don't really understand that well. This is sort of a patent troll um, thing. You know, basically they buy up patents and then sue companies that infringe on them. 
sort of a patent troll uh, technique. It's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, it's up tremendously, but I just don't know how to judge the stock. That's to be honest with you. I just don't really know what patents they hold, who they're suing, the whole thing. 77%. You know, I think you're better off with Riot Blockchain. Um, you know, I definitely, let's look at that chart really quick uh, as well. But I think you're better off with Riot Blockchain. R-I-O-T is the symbol for that. And, of course, they apply right, um, uh, blockchain technology to all kinds of financial, um, you know, all kinds of financial things. I'm going to look at the monthly chart first. Normally we start with a weekly, but I just want to take a look at the monthly. It's kind of interesting. It's been way up, and then it's moved way down. So hmm, it's hard to say. But definitely we're in the right trend here with this, you know, with this kind of movement up. It does have a 99 relative strength. I'm really liking that. And what I also really like is the fact that it has positive sales growth. That's very, very important in a growth stock. 7% ownership by fund, so a little bit light on that. I'd like to see about 20% in there uh, on Riot Blockchain. I do think this one has legs, 77%, 7 out of 9, so that's looking pretty good. You know, here's the thing. I, I MARI, I think I think you want to pass on that one. Um, you know, Riot Blockchain, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to buy because it just doesn't really have a base pattern, but I think you're better off with Riot Blockchain. So, uh, you know, I might, you know, if it, if it moves higher, I might double down on Riot, whereas I, I probably would stay out of MARI, just my opinion. All right, thoughts on QS. QuantumScape is interesting. This is QS. Um, this has been tremendous for the people that have been in it. Unfortunately, I'm not one of the people that have been in it. It's pulled back a little bit. It's still got a relative strength of 99, but I want to show you this chart. Very interesting chart on the weekly. Um, we have pulled back to 99 here. Um, uh, so that, you know, it's, but it's still, it's still quite good. It, it, it looks like it's, it's holding at the 40-day line. Let's look on the daily chart and see if there's any place to buy this. You know, here's the thing. It's probably going to bounce off of this 40-day line. Here's the thing. If it moves below about $49 and then reverses, you might have a, you might have a play on that. I did a similar play on Palantir today. Uh, I had been, been stopped out of Palantir, but Palantir has moved down and then reversed, PLTR. And I just kind of want to take a look at this one. Yeah, see, what happens is this is kind of what may happen on on QuantumScape as well, as it pulls down, eventually it's going to get to the point where it's going to bounce, and then you want to buy it on the up bounce. And uh, I bought Palantir today as it moved above the 21-day exponential. So hopefully we'll move up to about 30. That's what I'm thinking. It, it'll move up to 96 uh, relative strength on this one. So this is one I do think you were in, in a little bit of an uptrend. A little, you know, it's not it's not a huge uptrend on Palantir, but I do think that there is an uptrend, and there was a Sort of a, a um, sort of a sort sort of a, a, a compression here, and then I do believe this probably will move higher. So if you're looking at QuantumScape, um, a good time to do it, you know, would be when it, um, you know, it's going to probably move down a little bit here, I believe, and then if it may bounce off of this, about this level, right right below 50, maybe 49 or 48. And then if it bounces, that's when you want to buy it. You want to buy it on the uptick as it's bouncing. Uh, 99 relative strength. Uh, again, this is a very new company. This is, a, this is basically what they call an IPO base. Uh, so it, it begins its life here, and then it moves up. And this is the, the investment banks, and then it, then, it move, then it moves down. This is what the classic IPO base is. Then it's discovered. 
and then it moves back up. So, uh, you know, it, it needs to find some stability here really before it's viable. This is one of the reasons why you want to buy a stock uh, from an IPO. You probably want to wait about three months because it typically will does, do, does this pattern. It'll move up initially and then move down and then moves up again and then it settles. And then when it settles, that's a chance really to get in. Uh, because it, buying it right as the as it as it IPOs sometimes can be very very risky. Unfortunately, um, what do you think about Gush? Okay, we did Gush. Um, let's see. Looking, I'm looking at uh, TikTok right now for everybody out there. And by the way, if you're on TikTok and you want to see the screens that I'm showing with the with the screens, you can jump on over possibly to YouTube. And the easy way to do it is go to my profile, hit the link, and then you can see exactly what I'm showing you because because of the the uh, the, um, the it'll be up. You mostly your technical trader. Um, do you do a lot of fundamental? You know, here's the thing. I do do fundamentals in terms of what um, in terms of what sector to get into. I'm not against fundamental fundamentals at all, uh, but I do use what they call a cancel method, which which does it, it's primarily technical, but it does it does place some emphasis on the various sectors. And and what I do when I go to my what, uh, what I do is I go to the checklist. That's what the checklist is. That's sort of my fundamental fundamental things that I'm looking at. On the fundamental analysis, so I do. I don't. I don't discount fundamental analysis. For instance, a great company in a bad sector, I'm probably not as interested in, but I'm primarily looked for the fun, the technical areas from where to enter and exit the stock. So I appreciate that question very, very much. That's a that's a good question. Um, all right. So let's next question from uh, YouTube. Hi, Jen. Oh, it's, it's airlines. I did that twice. There we go. We, and we did right, blockchain. Sorry about that. Okay. Uh, Cots on COWN. Let's look at COWN real quick. COWN. And that is Cohen. This is an investment bank, by the way. And there's Jeffers as well. JEF is another, is another one. This is looking very, very good. Look at that. 90. Uh, very nice. Very, uh, very nice. Um, uh, volume activity, very nice sales increases. Love that. Uh, nice uh, uh, fund. It's 53% fund owned. And again, it's typically in the sweet spot. 20% uh, fund ownership to about 65% tends to be very powerful. So let's look at the smell test on this one. Oh, it's looking really good. 100% on the smell test. This is sort of the fund, sort of quasi fundamental um, uh, checklist that I use. So it, it's it's got it's 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 looking very good there. It's also looking very good in terms of the fund ownership. So the question is, where do we buy this thing? Because it's not really at a base. The last consolidation it had was at nineteen dollars, and it's currently at twenty eight. So let's see if we can look at the daily chart to see if there's just any place we can get in this thing at. You know, here's the thing: um, though it is not a a classic cup with handle, you could possibly buy this at twenty eight thirteen. And since we're right above that, so you could possibly buy it right now if it moved above 28.13. So we're very, very close to this. So what I would do uh, if you wanted to get into the stock, and it's looking very good, is place a buy. Oops. Uh, this is Cohen, um, C-O-W-N. I would place a buy stop limit order at $28.13 plus 10 cents. Or at twenty eight, 
of 23. So that's what I would do with this. And you probably wouldn't want to buy a full position. This is a half position. But this is looking very, very strong uh, as a stock. So I really like this one, Cohen, C-O-W-N. Very good chart. You could buy this if it moved above the um, above the short term, um, um, above above about uh, twenty eight thirteen, and then ten cents. So you want to set your buy stop limit order at about twenty eight twenty three. So really good, really 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 good ones. Vicious, appreciate it. Uh, that's a, that's a very good uh, that's a very good suggestion for that. Um, so let's look at uh, the next question. Thank you very much, Jim. Glad to always see you. <laughs> well, please, your thoughts on uh, S-Siri, S-I-R-I. I know it's under $10. Well, that's okay. I've, I've definitely done a lot of under $10. One thing you have to watch about under $10 stocks is that you have to be prepared to set the uh, stop losses a little bit wider because it's going to be more volatile than a stock that's above $10. I mean, Sirius XM. Okay, Sirius XM. Okay, so the, yeah, this is the, this is the company that uh, Howard Stern almost sunk. But uh, it does look like it, it's bouncing off of the 200-day. Um, let's look at the weekly chart to see kind of what the generalized trend is. I haven't looked at this one in a while. Sort of flat, to be honest with you. Um, could it turn? Yeah, maybe. Uh, but it's only got a 15 relative strength. You know what? I, I, I wouldn't I, – I, I, this is an interesting stock to me because of the space that it's in. And it does have a slight um, – it is moving up slightly, but here's the thing: I probably wouldn't even consider this until it was at least at 750. So, unfortunately, that's my my take on it. Currently, the stock is selling for 594, and so I don't think that that's enough. So, here's what I would do: I, this is a watch list stock. You want to see this thing? Set an alert on this. I'm going to set an alert on this one, uh, basically at above, um, you know, at, a, at, a, at, a, at above this point. So, I'm going to set an alert. An alert on that if it goes above uh, basically this short-term uh, high here. So uh, unfortunately, I probably wouldn't buy this one right now, but uh, you know, definitely could could set an alert on. I wouldn't put it on a launch list. I would just kind of wait until this thing moves a little bit higher. It's just a little bit too risky right now. I think <laughs> is Apple dead? Good question. Well, you know, there's a movement of of uh, capital out of the fangs. Uh, it's this is this is the classic rotation. A lot of people, you know, are saying, well, you know, uh, all the you know the fangs are down today. You know, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, and Google they're they're all uh, they're all down today. So, but let's look at Apple. I was I was stopped out of Apple. I thought it was going to be able to pull above the buy point, but it didn't make it. So I had to kind of you know I you know my stop loss made the decision for me. Yeah, it looks like the trend is unfortunately, you know, it didn't. It, I thought it was going to get a trend reversal here, it didn't. So it, the trend unfortunately is down. So we'll cons- we'll see if it can hold the twenty-one day exponential. Um, but if it falls through the twenty-one day exponential, boy, you know, you don't want to buy it, and probably until until it reverses. So you know, unfortunately, seventy-nine is just not tactically a good place to buy it. Um, the checklist is not as good as it was. Yeah, fifty-five. So. Unfortunately, for at least for right now, I think we've got a watch list Apple. I, it, I don't think it's dead, but it's on life support at least at least for not at least for a time. I mean, every every stock has its season, so you know that's important. Um, okay, um, <clears throat> is Tesla too volatile? Can you buy it here? You know what? I did. I bought actually bought some Apple. You could believe that. 
I mean, I, I bought some Tesla today, believe it or not. I actually bought it. So let's take a look at the Tesla chart to see. I probably got too excited and bought, you know, bought too much. But it is, uh, it's at 811. So, you know, it's definitely, I've got a stop loss in. Uh, but, but again, I had been buying into, into it. So, you know, I, this is my fourth uh, position that I bought today, but it is pulled back significantly. This is the thing about Tesla. It tends to kind of move, move up and then, and then pull back. So hopefully it can defend the $800 mark here. My stop loss on Tesla right now is right, is, is, is right about here at 795. So that's kind of where I'm where I'm defending it. But uh, let's look at the short term stock. You know, it, it still hasn't it still hasn't uh, it still hasn't reversed. So you know, who knows? I mean, I may be sold out at uh, at seven ninety five. But if it if it does and it comes back, I'll probably be back in it. So could you buy it here? It's probably not a good idea to buy it on a downtick. It just probably isn't. Never is. Um, you know, wait for an uptick. But definitely put it. Put it on your list because I do think it's you know I do think it's going to power higher. I do think it's it's just a very volatile stock, uh, and that's just a fact with it. Um, thoughts on Fiverr? I'm up twenty percent. Should I sell it? Oh hey cool. Here's the thing: if you want to kind of protect your profit on Fiverr, and Fiverr has been really good. I got stopped out of it, but I did make a little money on it, and I do like the stock a lot. Um, let's look at the weekly chart first. Here's the thing about Fiverr. Uh, you know, it's it's been it's been kind of just marching right up the um, the forty day lines. This is the red line that that you see here. I mean, it, it's it's basically just marching right up there. If you're up twenty percent, you know, I would say it depends on how quickly that twenty percent came. If it's if it's taken over eight weeks to get over twenty percent, then I don't think you want to sell any of it. But if you're up twenty percent and it's been less than eight, I mean, and it's been over eight weeks. I would sell half of it. If it's been less than eight weeks, I think you probably want to hold on to it, to be honest. Brian, I, I think you probably want to hold on to it. I'd set my stop losses up. Where I would set my stop loss, let's take a look kind of, a, you know, I would, to protect my protect myself, I would set my stop loss right about here at 191.61. And the reason is, is because, uh, as you can see, when it's about, you know, it typically is moving up the 21-day line. Uh, and it's, but it has never really, in, in, at least in the last few, at least since November, it hasn't, it hasn't violated the um, the 40-day line. So here's what I would do: I would set my stop loss at 191.61, and I would just keep it because I think, you know, if if I think it looks like it, it'll still, it looks like it's still, uh, you know, going to be going to be moving up at 232. It's above. The last peak that it had at two twenty eight forty nine. So, I would hold on to it if if uh, it's up more than twenty percent in less than eight weeks. If it's up twenty percent in eight weeks, I would sell half of it. But if it's moving up as fast as I believe it is, I think you might want to hold on it for a little more. But just put your stop loss in, probably at about one ninety one. That's going to be a good place for you there, for that one as well. So, uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts um, on GME. Let's take a look at GME. GME. Okay. Let's get let's get it right. GME. GME. All right. Here we go. GameStop. You know, GameStop's kind of cool. There's actually a GameStop right close to where my house is. And uh, you know, I don't know if they're going to be re re able to reinvent themselves, but. Uh, 
I mean, who knows? Let's look at the weekly chart. Let's see if this thing is a viable. Um, 97 relative strength. Wow, that is really good. Uh, but we do have declining sales, and I don't like to see that. Uh, also, we have we have increasing fund ownership, so it's kind of a mixed bag. Six, 85% of the ownership of this company is funds, so that's quite good. And they do have strong cash flow as well. So the question is, is this a viable stock? The checklist is definitely good enough at six out of nine. Uh, and we do have increasing fund ownership. And the sector, 149, this is an issue, 149 out of 197. Now, this is one of the kind of where my fundamental analysis comes in. I typically like to buy stocks that aren't in, um, that are in the top uh, two-thirds of the sectors. This is definitely not the case with GameStop. So where can we buy this? Well, there really isn't, the, the last the last really good place to buy this was at $6.47, which is on a first-stage consolidation. But that was back, you know, that, that was back, you know, in the September of last year time frame. And that's really when it changed direction. It seems like it's moving higher, but, you know, I can't be, I can't be assured on it. Here's what it is. If it pulls back, I would watch this one, watch this, this one. And if it pulls back, let's see if we've got it. Yeah. If it pulls back to the 21 day line and reverses like it did here. See, it just did it. Unfortunately, it just did it. It pulled back to the 21 day line and boom, people started buying it again and it pulled up above 20. So where could we buy this? Well, the only, really the next place you could buy this would be above 2235. You know, I just, I just don't think this is a good, this is a, Good place to buy it right now. I think we've got to wait for it to reverse, uh, and then I think you could buy it. But you could definitely watch this. This one, it's very highly rated, but I just I don't think it's in a place where it's really viable, unfortunately, right at this moment. Um, let's see. Um, oh, question on DDD made eight hundred percent. This is a, a data dog. <clears throat> DDD. This is the one I wish I had been in. I missed this one. No, I'm sorry. Three D game system. Um, I thought it was data dog. Apologize. Um, you know what? I don't know what's going on with this one, but it looks really good. The chart's looking looking very sweet. Uh, it went down and then, boom, it, it, it reversed. I don't know why it's reversing. Maybe it's going to be acquired. Definitely have some uh, decreasing sales. The question is, is it a short squeeze? It's got 48% fund ownership, so I, it's losing money. You know what? I just don't know about this one, 3D Systems. Machinery. I just I don't know enough to say about this one. There must be something going on, because these are very unusual movements for a stock like this. So maybe, you know, we it, it looks like it might be in process of being acquired, but I can't tell because I have no infra, I have no insider information at all. So uh, very very interesting stock. Thoughts on Neo? Let's take a look at Neo. Neo has been just doing great. They announced a new model today. Uh, that may be exported to Europe. So we'll see what's going on there. Um, Neo has pulled back a little bit. It, it really pushed up, and then it's pulled back a little bit today. But let's look at the daily chart to see kind of, yeah, yeah, it's just amazing. Uh, there there was definitely a, you know, there's a cup uh, formation, 5220 is the, um, uh, is the buy point, and it's way above that now. It's at uh, 6210. Wow, you know what? This might, you know, if if it moves up tomorrow, this is you could you could probably still buy this. A little extended for me, but um, I definitely, you know, it may be viable. Look at that volume, very nice. 
So very, very nice on this one. And this has just been doing great. Um, you know, this is really the this is really the standout of the Chinese EV makers. It's been Neo. Look at that chart. Very nice chart. Um, yeah, I mean, you could definitely buy it. I mean, you look, it's got a relative strength of 99. Let's look at the uh, checklist. Eight out of nine. So that's that's stellar. Uh, increasing fund ownership. So this seems to be one of the ones that's sort of winning the battle here. So, um, you know, my thoughts are is, you know, you might still be able to buy it. It's a little extended for me, but this one's really hot. So if you did buy this, and it, but you want to buy it on uptick, make sure you set your stop loss very tight because it can pull back. It can definitely be pulled back. Question, when is the next, what's the next buy point for Tesla? Well, what I'm looking at with Tesla is that it seems as if I've been trading, and I've been trading Tesla for over a year now. It seems as if Tesla it it likes the 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 round numbers like 700, 800, 900. So I believe the the buy point is right about 800. But I, you know I could be totally wrong on that. It's pulled back significantly. It's at 11 right now, and I think the market's closed. So we'll see if it holds that. I have a stop loss in right now at 795 right here. So it, I do think that we probably will see a reversal. I think it'll pull back to about 800, and then if it reverses, then you could probably buy it again. The only thing that does concern me is this relative strength line. It is pointing downwards, so that pretends that it's going to pull back possibly as far as the 10-day uh, line, and that would be, you know, that's, that's 735. I have my stops in at 795 so you know it, i maybe it sold out but i do think that there is there is a little bit of a um you know there there is a little bit of resistance a little bit of a floor at about seven about 800 that's right here um but we'll find out because that's not really a buy point at all the last true buy point was at 502 uh and that's been that's been some time ago so uh but if you do have profits in this you want to protect it you know, set your stop losses up. I'm definitely doing that for myself tonight, setting those stop losses up a little bit. But I do think that, you know, that possibly if it reverses, it probably will reverse off to about the 800 level. It, that's that's basically what uh, I think is going to happen there. So we'll see what happens. Let's look at BNGO, see what they have there with that. It's BNGO. And that is by by binomial genomics. Wow, this is an interesting one. Okay, five dollars sixty-seven cents. This is a little bit little bit off my radar because I typically don't I don't uh, look at stocks that are under about ten dollars. Yeah, this is a very noisy chart. Yeah, let's look at the let's look at the monthly chart to see kind of how long this has been around. Okay, well, this might be getting to a point where it could be viable. It's been around for about two years. Uh, I really wouldn't be interested in the stock until it moved above about $9.81, made a new high, in other words. Um, it's got a relative strength of 99, uh, so that's so that tends to be pretty good. The checklist, though, is not very good. It's only 5 out of 9, and we have very limited fund ownership. We only have 10 funds in it. So here's the thing. I mean, this is much more of a – Crapshoot on this one, you know, it's not a lot of fund ownership on this one. So I wouldn't probably buy this one until it moved probably above $10 a share. But that is my thought on it. So you definitely can make money on stocks that are below $10 a share, absolutely. But they tend to be harder to trade because they tend to be more volatile because of the price. 
Um, let's say, oh, hey, uh, can you go to GM? Yes. GM is one of the ones that I've been I've been talking about for a while. I do think that they have some real legs. By the way, General Motors is the largest manufacturer of automobiles in China, of all places. So um, let's kind of look at the weekly chart here and then the daily chart to see if there's any place we can buy this. It's this this stock has definitely been be get, being uh, getting stronger. There is a buy point on GM at uh, forty six seventy one uh, on a uh, a stage two flat base, which isn't bad. Now it's currently forty four ninety eight. So we are really close to that buy point. Now let's take a look at the daily chart. You know, and we do have increasing strength here. We have a we have a 81 relative strength, and we do have an upward trend on the on the um, on the relative strength line, which is good. We do have strong buying going on. So here's what I would do. I would probably, and this is interesting, I may be a buyer off of, on this one myself, but only if it moved above the pivot 50 46 71. So let me put that out there on the chat. The buy point uh, for GM is uh, 46, 46, um, 71. So what do I mean by that buy point? Well, what I mean by that is that that's the price that you want to buy it as it's moving above that. So a good place to buy that would be to set a buy stop limit order at 46.71 plus 10 cents or 46.81. And so if it moved above that price, that's when you're where you would buy it. But I'm liking GM a lot. I'm still not in it. I have it watch listed. Um, I think I have it watch listed on the small portfolio. Um, but uh, I do think it's possibly viable and soon. Um, but currently it's still in the watch list. So I want I would I would probably be a buyer on this above 47, uh, 4671, which is the pivot on it. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, is, is there any help for AMC? Probably not because, you know, I just think that, you know, um, unfortunately, my first job actually was a projectionist at a movie theater in McLean, Virginia, at McLean Cinema, which no longer exists, of course. Um, I just think that, you know, it, we, we're living in a different era, and I think movie, movie theaters are going to be, you know, uh, there, I mean, movies, here's what's happened to movies. The largest market for movies today is China. That's the reason why many people in, in Hollywood are very China-centric, because that's their biggest market. Um, I think that, uh, you know, the movie theater industry is dying, and it, it's not going to totally die out, but I just don't see it anymore because people have big screens and they have YouTube. So I think that, you know, AMC is probably not not very good. I suspect it'll be delisted fairly soon. Uh, you know, if a stock goes below, I think it's about two dollars, uh, and it stays there for a while, then it just goes away. So uh, it has a relative strength of one, uh, and the weekly chart is uh, pretty awful. Uh, it, it, it's you know, it's basically declining stock. I mean, it's like, you know, it, it's 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 sort of like this. Unfortunately, it's like buying a house in Detroit. You can buy a nice house for cheap in Detroit, but you're but you know by next year it's going to be worth less, and that's just the thing with AMC. I mean, I just think it's a sad, sad, sad day. But AMC is just you just don't want to put your money there. It's it's just not it's it's not gonna it's not gonna it's not gonna net you anything. I don't think. I think it's just done. If you it, you want to take your losses and brush yourself off, because I think that um, it's just gonna be it's just gonna be hard. 
uh, to be in that. Let's look at Upwork, UPWK is the symbol. And I do like Upwork and also Fiverr, of course, they're kind of similar in terms of they're sort of in the similar areas. Uh, let's look at the weekly chart. It's pulled back to, to the 40-day line here. Uh, and it looks like it looks like it's bouncing. It's 98 rolls of strength. I'm liking that. And what I'm really liking, of course, is the increasing sales. Uh, we are profitable. That's good. And also, we have uh, good to increasing fund ownership. Now, let's take a look at the smell test. Okay, on the smell test, it's eight out of nine. That's excellent. And the ownership on funds is really good. It's 288 up uh, in December, up from 269 in September. So. Everything's looking fairly good there. Let's look at the daily chart to see if there's kind of an entry place. It looks as if, um, you know, people are buying it as it as it reverses off the off of the um, 21 day exponential. So it pulled down and then and then it got right above the 40 day and then it bounced. So the question is, can we buy it here? You know what? I don't think we want to buy it. Well, if it we, you possibly could buy it. I think it, I don't think there's a lot of room for it to run. I think it's going to run from here to about here uh, before it bounces again. But, uh, you know, you possibly could get it. I, I'd like to see it pull back to – we kind of missed it, unfortunately. We kind, I kind of like to see it pull back to the 21-day line in reverse, but I, I think that may take a while. So I think with this Upwork, unfortunately, you're going to have to watch list it for a while. May take a couple of weeks, but uh, it will probably pull back and reverse, and then you might have an opportunity. But right now, I think you have to to uh, to do that. Um, Guillermo, thank you for the uh, 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 Tesla uh, the buy point on Tesla. There isn't really a good buy point on Tesla, to be honest with you, because the last true buy point was at two five oh two. But let me show you the weekly chart. I have, I, I've been buying it though, believe it or not. I mean, this is kind of a weird thing for me because normally I don't recommend doing this, but it's a very volatile stock. And uh, we've had a, quite a bit of selling today, as you can see by this bar. And we're at 811. Now the question is, you know, what's going to happen? We may see it pull back down to the, to the, um, you know, to the, to the 10 day exponential. So um, I don't think we can buy it at this point. I've got a stop loss in right about here. Um, if I will get stopped out of here, and then if and if that's the case, then I'll wait for it to possibly pull back to the 10 day line. I don't know if it is, it looks like it's trending much higher than the 10 day line, so it's still an uptrend, it just got a little bit of ahead of itself. I do think that you could buy it at 800 if it reverses, but it's going to have to go down probably below 800 and then come back up for you to buy it. So, right now, that's really the only place that I see. There being any any way um, any way to buy it right now because it just it's it's in a different phase right now and I do think though that uh, it probably is going to bounce it it's probably going to stick at about the 800 level but we'll see tomorrow we'll see we'll see how it goes on that but no real buy point unfortunately that I can see got stopped out of Tesla at 805 a buyback point <laughs> yeah okay Chris and that's a good one well it's good that you were you know we were stopped at 805 I mean I I know it's frustrating when this happens. But, you know, we're at 811 right now. So um, I do think that, you know, if it starts to accelerate again, I think you could buy it again probably. I probably would buy it, but I think I would want to see it above. And let's look at the daily chart again. I would, I kind of want to see it. I kind of I want to see it above um, 880 before I buy it again uh, on the way up. 
So that's going to be tough. So you're going to have to probably wait a little bit. But I do think if it makes it above 880, then I think we can we can probably get back into it. But right now, it's not unfortunately not going in the right direction. Uh, question on SWBI. Let's look at SWBI. SWBI is the symbol. And that's Smith & Wesson. Um, you know, they always do well when the Democrats are in, in power, seems like. Um, Smith & Wesson. Pull back a little bit. There is a buy point on Smith & Wesson. Uh, a second stage cup at 2240 is the buy point on it. Currently selling for 1996, but the relative strength looks good and the the relative strength line is pointing up. So those are two good things. And we do have a very we have, we still have some strong buying in here. So it seems like it seems like it's sitting right at this 21, right at the 10 day line. And look, this is a very good sign. We have we have seen the 21 day move above the 40. That's good. And then the the 10-day move above the 21-day, so that's showing a general a general direction upwards. So that's very good. Now, can we buy it? If it if it, it reverses above 20, I think you possibly could buy this. Let's look at the checklist. 77, so that's acceptable. We want six out of nine on that. Uh, and the ownership on the funds is good. It's increasing too. So here's the thing. Um, you know, obviously the best place to buy it is at the buy point here, which is 2240. Uh, and that's probably your best bet. I, you know, I just probably a little bit early to go into this because, you know, this could give you a head fake here. And, uh, but I want to put this out there. Um, uh, SWI, uh, SWBI, SWBI buy point is equal to, um, 2240. Let's put that out there for everybody on the chat. Okay, great. Thank you for that. That's an interesting one. Um, it's an interesting one. I'd be a little bit careful on that because, it, you know, they can pull back really fairly quickly, but I'd like to see a uh, stronger, um, some, some, a little bit, a little bit more strength on that. Um, what do you think about CCIV? Uh, it's a SPAC merger with, you know what? I'm probably going to, I'm probably not going to like to hear this. Um, I need to do a little bit more of these SPACs. I don't have a lot of information on SPACs just because I don't know really until they've been out for about three months. I really don't know how their uh, chart is going to gonna perform. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to probably have to take a flyer on that one. I'm sorry. Uh, but until I know kind of what they're trading, and I have a little bit of a trading record. I, because I'm a technical trader, I typically I'm not I'm not really a, I'm more of a technical than I am a fundamental guy. So I like to see how the how the stock is trading before I jump in. So I apologize probably for not taking that question. Um, all right. So let's see. Uh, what do you think about NNDM? Let's look at NNDM real quick here. NNDM, and that is. Uh, Nano Dimensions, yeah, Nano Dimensions has done fantastic stuff. Uh, this is a this is also this is a foreign stock, but it's an ADR, so it's traded on the U.S. exchanges. Um, let's see if we can get a weekly, uh, you know, weekly uh, chart here. Um, you know, it's making some nice progress up, up, up. It seems like it's hugging this twenty-one day line. So the question is, can we? Do a checklist on it. 66, that's a minimum for me, so that's still good. 
It's a relatively small stock. Only eight funds are in this one. So let's kind of look at the fund ownership to see if there's anybody in there that I recognize. There's some fidelities, but it's composite. So you know what? With nano dimensions, I mean, I, I you know, it, 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 this has some potential, but I think I think you want to wait the list of this one. I don't think you want to buy this one right away. I just don't think it has. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have it. Just think it has the right setup yet. Okay, so this is the last question on GBTC because this one got tremendous sell-off today. I was stopped out of this. I did make some good profit on it, but, uh, you know, it's always nice when you make profit, but it's only because I had the stop loss in there. Um, all right, so let's look at GBTC. That's the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, and, of course, they hold about 4% of the world's Bitcoin, and that's been very volatile this late. You know, it's, this is kind of a fear index type of type of thing. So let's look at the chart as of today on GBTC. It's off $7.02. All right, 37.40. Now the question is, will it hold the line at the 21-day line? If it reverses off this, yeah, if it reverses, oh, I'm sorry, if it reverses off the 10-day line, more than likely it probably will pull back to the 21-day, and that's about 33. So if it pulls back to the 21-day and reverses, then we're good. It did that here, as you can see, back in uh, the early part of December last year. What it did is it typically likes to pull to that 21-day line, bounces, and then it may pull as low as uh, this 21-day this, this line. The 21-day line is about at 33, so we're currently at 37. So if it pulls back to about 33 and then reverses, we might have a place to buy it. But right now, I think, you know, if you've got um, your stop losses in, make sure that they're tight because it is looking like it's pulling back some more. Well, thank you very, very much for everyone taking a look. It's an hour, so unfortunately I'm out of time for today. But here's the thing. Um, if you want to get on my action trade alerts, super easy to do. All you have to do is go to www.dallastradingfloor, and uh, first and last name, and uh, we will get you on the free trade alerts, and they're great. Uh, also, if you're looking on TikTok, super easy. Just go to my profile, hit the link, and you will see um, a number of choices. And one of them, of course, is to subscribe to the free action trailers. And I'm going to probably be putting out uh, uh, things on TikTok and YouTube throughout the day. Um, uh, happy trading. I will be back tomorrow at 2.30. Um, thanks for everyone, uh, and I will see you tomorrow.